There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So now, you know how Tilda Swinton disappears into roles so well? Yes. And she often wears like big makeup and costumes and hair, wigs and whatever. Prosthetic teeth, yeah. Do you think it's possible that we know her in real life, but we just haven't noticed? Oh. Like she's, what, secretly your brother or something? It's possible. I mean, she's that good. Maybe. I can't, I can't even trust you on. Are you Tilda Swinton? No. <laughs> Hello there. This is I Only Like You. My name is Lonnie. I'm here with Tilda Swinton. How's it going, Tilda? Hello. It's actually Sinead, <laughs> I think. Uh, this week we've seen 3,000 Years of Longing. A George Miller picture. One of the greats. One of the Australian greats. Is this film up there, Sine? No. Hmm. No. I don't think so. I don't really know how you go from Mad Max to this. I don't see the the... The joining, but then there. Uh, I don't. I, I. I don't know what this film is or trying to be. Okay, well, for those who haven't seen it, could you give us a brief rundown of who's in no. it? What's it about? Why not? Why not? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> Tilda Swinton's in it. She plays Alethea. Interesting name. And she's a scholar, a scholar of literature, and she is on tour. She goes to like a conference thing in Istanbul and she goes to one of the antique stores and finds a bottle. And turns out the bottle has a genie and the genie is Idris Elba or the gin, sorry, not genie, but genie basically. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the same deal, he offers to grant her three wishes. But you think the movie's going to be about that. It's not. The whole film is a flashback film talking about his life. Oh, they get to spend any time with them in present day. Then what happens? I think they fall in love. They tell us they fall in love. Then he can't be in her world. Then it's like, it's like he kind of can. The end. Okay. Literally, that's the film. I don't know what you want from me. So, so I wasn't so keen on this film. Um, Neither the, were you. The, well, yeah. The promise of the film, I thought, especially in the opening scenes, is that she's a narratologist, so she knows all about stories. And then mm-hmm. she's presented with a genie in a lamp situation. And so the whole point of, I think I thought of those stories, was that the genie is always going to outsmart you. And you'll ask for something, you'll be greedy, but the djinn will be able to organ- or find something, some flaw in your wish, and then it comes back mm-hmm. to bite you. But given that she's an expert on literature and on stories, she'll be able to foolproof her wish 
and that's the sort of battle that we're going to have. That wasn't what happened. It's not. It's true. It's not what happened at all. You're right. He just talks about his previous life. And he just sort of talks openly like, oh, yeah, magic is, is, is round. Didn't you know? As if we were kind of all... Like, yeah, okay. yeah, I guess cool. so. I guess so. <laughs> well, the other thing the film sort of presents at the beginning is that she's having hallucinations and that perhaps yes. she's going a bit crazy. And because her life is so unsatisfying that she's invented this sort of as a mental break or as a sort of wish fulfillment. But also, no, he is real. And magic is real. He is real because the neighbours see him, right? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like this film presented so many more interesting storylines and then it was sort of like, no, we're not doing that. We're just going to talk in a room. And Tilda Swinton's going to hardly be in it. And really, Idris isn't at all, apart from voiceover, where on these other characters, the Queen of Sheba and then this other lady who he loved and mm. so on and so forth, didn't sign up to see them in a movie. And then I'm fine. I signed up to see Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. And on Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, <laughs> odd casting choices. You I reckon? felt that I I don't think they had any chemistry together. Hmm. It's a strangely sexless film for a film talking about like true love and finding each other through time. And I think it's strangely sexless because I don't think anyone can imagine Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba having sex. Do they even kiss? If they do, it's that weird like, oh, why are you two kissing? That's not. That doesn't go together. Well, I think that is kind of the point is because she's being told all these stories about his great loves and he's kind of being repeatedly trapped in the in the lamp because he's loving people so much and that's kind of his fatal flaw. And then she wishes for that as well from him, but it's kind of, it doesn't work out because she's sort of shortchanged them by not allowing them to form love naturally. She's made them sort of skip that step. That build-up came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, I want to feel what those people felt by having a good love. Why not with you? I mean, you're here. You're a mm. person who has a male appendage. I guess that's what we're doing now. Right. And, if you, that, just, and if you take that the other way, if it was an old man with a young woman who's and he says he wishes for them to be together and she's got no choice but to fulfill that, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I know it's different here, but that I just don't – it just felt weird. There was no build-up to it. She, she's, like, living a life where she's alone and, and whatnot, but she seems kind of okay with it. I don't think there was really mm. much set up that she was unhappiness. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And also when they're telling, telling the story, I didn't get the feeling that she's, like, all of a sudden being awoken, all these feelings that she no. has perhaps hidden or something. No, didn't didn't really feel like that. I remember it happening. We kind of looked at each other like, what's going on? They, that's their wish after all this. Okay, sure. sure. I okay. mean, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Do you think it's a COVID thing that they were in a hotel room for most of the, the shoot? Oh, they have to be, right? Like, it has to be. But then it's like, well, how did they film all the other stuff then? Unless all that was pre Well, it kind of maybe it's like you can just fly and do your bits and then head home and they'll do the rest of the film. They filmed yeah, in Australia yeah. too, which was obviously better with COVID and whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah, and 
ashamed to say it, but I feel like some of the, the just in mind the whole, whole idea of having a, a flashback, it's like three little mini films within a larger film sort of framing device. I just didn't find that quite interesting, the um the previous, his previous life, did you? No, no. And there was one story in particular, which I wanted to ask your opinion on, mm. that for me bordered a little bit into fat exploitation, mm-hmm. where there's some royal family and the younger brother needs to inherit the throne and to do so he needs to have an heir and they figure out his, he has a thing for bigger women because he's bigger himself. And just the gratuitous nudity was insane. And I just felt like, why? Why were we having really close-up long shots on their breasts and their tummies and having them lie naked around him but not have him be naked? It didn't sit right with me. Is that just me being overly sensitive? No, it, it, there was an explosive element there, but was it also like a celebrate, celebratory but isn't Aspect. fetishization still a way of mm. exploiting that though? Like they should just be regular people, regular characters. I don't know that we needed I don't know. Maybe it was. There was also that weird scene where we were Jin but in the past and he was trapped in the bottle, so his spirit or whatever was out and he was like diving in the water of the baths and stuff. Yeah, and- past all the naked ladies, yeah. Yeah, like, why are we doing that? You know? Yeah, it felt a bit off, all that stuff. Hmm. Especially after, um, in Mad Max Fury Road, it's very much against that sort of male gaze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you call it the male gaze with, with all of the overweight women, but there was something there. I'm not sure what it was. No. I think... The biggest issue I have is plot-wise at the end, right? So Jin realises he can't live in this current world because of the frequencies of all the sound and whatever. They can't be together. And so Mm. he starts to, like, disintegrate. And basically she sort of sets him free, but then he comes back to see her, sort of like Time Traveler's wife-esque. Um. I don't understand, like, you and I thought this film was going in a completely different direction. So in the mm. beginning, she's, you're right, having these, like, um, visions and she's fainting a lot and whatever. She sees that guy sitting in her audience when she's giving the lecture who, like, yells at her or whatever. Who was he? What was he doing? Is he just a guy? I think so. Well, <laughs> what was that for? Yeah, it's, it's, it's it would have been perhaps more satisfying if, like, something was calling to her. And I guess you could say maybe that she was drawn to the lamp that she found or the bottle because she was open to the spirits because she's already seeing them. Maybe that's something you can draw. But you're right, it could have been a bit more clear about how those visions linked to her journey with the gym. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And she sees the creepiest little guy in the airport. Mm. Actually terrifying horror film who bumps into her and tries to steal her baggage. And then when Jin is disintegrating, I thought his face turned into this thing and I thought the whole thing was going to be that was the Jin the whole time. Idris Elba was like a concoction that that mm. Jin made to make themselves more appealing to someone like Althea. I thought it was all going to be like he was evil all along and that was the big, you know, mm. fake out. But seemingly not. Seemingly, I don't know who that person was and I don't know why that Idris's voice went like that at the end. I mean, this whole thing's based on a short story, right? So maybe mm. I need to read that to know. <laughs> like, it's well regarded the here. story. It's very, yeah. I think there have been some changes, but people like the story. I also, I wasn't a huge fan of the fact that they've sort of got their life, she brings it back home and they're together, even though that's been wished into mm. existence. But then she's like, one day she comes home and he's turned to stone. Yeah, there's it, no. It would have been nice if it built up a bit. Of, like, there yes. is a bit, and I guess in the backyard, he's like, I can feel there's way more stuff going on than it was. Yeah, back but in then my he day. goes, Oh, figured it out. No, don't worry. I've yeah. sorted it. And then it's like, Oh, but you haven't then, have you? Yeah. <laughs> there's no hint. You're right. No progression of his degeneration. Well, we've there's got just... five minutes to go. Let's just wrap it up. Yeah, pretty um, much. Did you find it was a bit shoehorned in? The racist neighbors and a sort of yes, Brexity sort of that. commentary. It just sort of felt felt like an author inserting himself into oh, his work. I just didn't feel like it was necessary. Or, yeah, or relevant. Like I'm not saying I'm, I'm on like, their side. I'm just saying I don't know why that's here in this film. It felt like someone's like said to him, "You need to address the uh, interracial couple that you're going to have in this film. How are you going to yeah. do that? Have someone." talk about it and then we can say no travel is good and meeting mm. people other cultures is good it, it, well, felt, it felt very clunky megan gale is in this um because george miller has a thing for megan gale does she speak no because that would require him to pay her extra so she's just there <laughs> megan gale just flies in what's this what's with the character assassination of george miller all of a sudden well i just something's not <laughs> right okay <laughs> He's got this actress who he's obsessed with, but we all know due to the studio and guild union things that if an actor speaks in your film, you have to pay them the up rate of being an actor rather than just being a person. So he's done that on purpose. She... And then I just feel like the weird stuff with the overweight people and the nudity and the fact that this story doesn't make sense, I think he's got carried away in his own ego. There, I said it. Right. I think he's riding the high of how great Fury Road was and he thinks he can do no wrong. And then he makes this, which is just a mess of a film. Bloody hell. And 
thinks he can just skirt by on his past oh success. Goodness. I'm throwing down on today's podcast. I'm not co-authoring any of that. <laughs> and I think she, she said a few lines in Mad Max, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yes. And she was supposed to be his Wonder Woman back when he was making the Justice League film. But Is the fact that I said he's infatuated by her untrue? I feel like this is something to do with the fact that she dumped Andy and you haven't got mm-hmm. over it on his behalf. Listen. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I love Megan Gale. I'm not bitter towards her. I want her to be in more things. Mm. I wish she was a better actor. She was in that movie with um, Pete, Elia. What was that called? Is that I Love You Too? Mm. Where she was playing an Italian movie star, right? That's right, yeah. Peter Dinklage is there as well, from memory. He is, mm. and Hamish <laughs> in the cameo. There you go. Um, okay, anything, let me sh- any positives for this film today? What should we talk about? I liked the design of the bottle. Well, that was a good bottle. <laughs> I like that it took some big swings. Not many films do that. It was trying for something out there like how many fantasy romances do we have these days not many mm, we have a few don't we what do we got time traveler's wife which is now a t- new tv series as well as movie i haven't seen it but i believe you mm. i mean arguably you could say that like sabrina and all of those are fantasy love stories Okay, I guess so, but on the big screen, this is one I think that recently. Sure. It, it's, it was making, taking a big swing, but didn't quite get there. What did you like about the film? You seem to have liked it much more than I did. Pretty much the things I just said. Okay, great. <laughs> no, the design was cool and didn't mind. Like, Tilda's great and, and um, Idris is always great, but just didn't quite work and just a bit slow and it felt really long. Runtime here is only 108 minutes, mm. but it felt like an extra oh, half hour yeah. on top of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, Tilda's always great and Idris is always great, but they were just great, which I know sounds like a backhanded compliment. What I'm saying is they didn't wow me with their performances. They didn't really yeah. make any interesting choices that I went, oh, that's an interesting line delivery or interesting action to do there. They just sort of were there. I yeah. never, ever thought that they blended into the characters that they were. Hmm. Well, I said it made some big swings in, in the sort of concepts and the ideas we're going for. I think it was strangely flat underneath all of that still, hmm. which is kind of weird, isn't it? That On the one hand, it's quite adventurous. On the other hand, it's kind of like not that interesting. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah. I think maybe it's just a case of us thinking of a better, of a different story, and then it didn't deliver on that. But it just feels like the perfect setup to have her an expert in literature, finding a genie, and then being able to try and outsmart him. But he was just like a regular dude. He was kind of sad. He didn't really seem like like the I don't know. In my mind, the, the classic genie character who's a trickster. He didn't trick anyone. He just wanted his girlfriends repeatedly. 
that's why I thought it was going to turn out to be the trickster from the airport. And that mm. was the whole thing. And right? he was just telling stories out. rather than actually telling he what happened to him. He didn't live them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no? Why tempt us with that mm. arguably better movie than and not give it to us, you know? Ugh. Okay. I mean, I wonder how far they were beholden to the original short story. There is part of that, I guess. Mm. And I don't know what happens in the original short story. So, you know. I don't know. You hear a guy talk about how much he had uh, girlfriends that didn't work out, and they're like, actually, I wish for us to be together. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, kind of bound to this, but I'll give it a go, I guess. I guess so. I mean, it wasn't. Sure. It wasn't the romantic story that I think the film was trying to say it was. I agree. And then and at the end, they come back. Well, at the end, they come back together forever. She, he comes visits her all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Which up? They. Like they tell us they're in love. They're like, yeah, I loved. We loved each other until the end of time, or whatever. Like, okay, thanks for telling me because I definitely didn't see any of that. So I'm glad you acknowledged it somehow. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. No. This is a no for me. Okay. Well, what are you going to rate it then, apart from no? One and a half. Really? And it's mostly for the beautiful lighting in her London flat and her books and her set design in her house. Okay. You want the house, don't you? That's what it is. I want the house, yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah, it's really like a two-star Maybe even one and a half star for me. Just didn't quite hit any of the no. other things you want. But a bit of a big swing, though, still. That's cool. I'm torn about commending directors for taking big swings. Yes, I think it's good to commend them that they're trying something different. But is there any point in them trying something different if the result is crap? You know? Because mm. we've just made a really solid, good movie about love through time instead of this. I mean, just a rom com with these two would have been okay. Yeah. Maybe take well, no, away. I wouldn't because I can't. I can't mm. see them together. I reckon you. I they reckon exist you in different planes of reality. What do you mean? Like there's some actors who just can't. Like they shouldn't exist at the same time. You know. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean you don't know what I mean? Like Ian McKellen and Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> They're not in the same universe, right? <laughs> I reckon they could be. No. Who who would you put them together? Like who would you put Tilda with? Who could she end up with in a film? Adrian Brody. Okay, I guess they have been in films together. He played a, his son in Grand Budapest. Okay, yeah, maybe not. Someone like that though. Someone kind of weird. Okay. What about Idris? He's got to go with someone like a superstar. Yeah, like Angelina. Yeah. Or like Selma Hayek. Okay. Someone very se- highly sexualized in media and film. Mm, interesting. I just, I just can't. Like, are they even the same age? <laughs> Let me look this up. I want to look this I mean, up. It's probably part of the appeal here is that they're not supposed to be together, but they end up together, right? Firstly, shocking news. Mm. Tilda Swinton's real first name is Catherine. <laughs> I feel like we should be talking about that a bit more than we are. She's right, she's 61. Mm-hmm. He's 50. That's okay. Yeah. 
All right, let me wrap it up then. Mm-hmm. All right, unfortunately, this isn't a high point of our series, but that's okay. They can't all be winners. You've got to see bad movies to let you know when the good ones are good, you know? Mm. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll have nothing to compare the good ones to. Indeed. Um, if you want to catch up with us in between podcasts, we've, we're on Twitter. You can get in touch with us there. That'd be great. Uh, we've mm. also got a huge back catalogue, haven't we, Sine? We do. Pretty much everything that's come out in the last six it's, it's, years. It's the rare film or TV show we haven't reviewed. And if there is something you want us to go back and review, let us know. We might do it. We may. Okay, well, until next time, I've been Lonnie. She's been, I think, Sine. Possibly Tilda. We'll Catherine, see you... apparently. Or Catherine. <laughs> see you next time. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.